to Killer Fun, where we explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. I'm Christy, and today, today, I have the bonus episode for Breaking the Number One Rule, our episode all about Fight Club, the flop from the 90s that turned into a cult favorite. But before we get to that, I want to remind you, please join us on social media. We love to hear from you so, so much. Join us on Facebook, Killer Fun, Exploring the Intersection of Crime and Entertainment. You can find us on Twitter at Killer Fun Pod, or you can send us an email, killerfunpodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, we really love to hear from you, and we would love more people to find the show. So tell a friend, because it's way more fun when you can talk to a friend about it. And then do all those cool things like rate, review, and subscribe. Now, of course, we'd love for you to give us five stars. It helps us get found in the podcasting apps if we have great reviews, but only do that if you feel like you can really give us that. But please do if you like the show. It's such a great way to support us. And we don't have any advertisers yet, so we're really looking to try and get seen and noticed so that we can really continue to make this show. And we so appreciate it. But today, super fun. We have some talk about Blade Runner because I, Christy, watched exclusively weird movies before we began our coverage of Fight Club and Blade Runner definitely qualifies as a weird movie. We talk a little bit about Friends, Meals on Planes, we make some flubs because it happens. Jackie's confused about what I said about how the movie knows it's a movie. She also tells us what her spirit animal is. And then we talk about how there's some Fight Club extras on the 10th anniversary DVD and how you can't really get to fightclub.com anymore. So, Enjoy that, and I'll catch up with you at the end. Yeah, I don't think you'll agree with me on this, but I thought it was interesting. It was slow, but I thought it was interesting. It had like it had stuff going on that the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. It was one of those, it's a thinker. It is a thinker. <laughs> it's I... kind of like how you felt about Ready to Wear, where you're like, <laughs> when I go back and think about it, I laugh at stuff or appreciate stuff that I didn't really while I was watching it. It's true. It is that kind of movie. I'd say Blade Runner is better than Ready to Wear. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, Ready to Wear is just bad. They're not. It, that's like Super Bowl and Puppy Bowl. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. No, they're totally different realms. But yeah, no, Blade Runner is a good movie. I just... It's funny because, like, Rachel on Friends, when she was talking about her fear of swings and Ross is like, oh, my gosh, who will play you in the movie? And she kind of chides him and then goes, and I was thinking Claire Danes. (laughs) And I was like, fair. She wanted to be Claire Danes, too. (laughs) That's why I love Rachel. Uh Uh-huh. I can remember specifically ordering the vegetarian meal. Because it was better. It was better. It wasn't the rubbery chicken cordon bleu. It was yeah. like... Always just go for it noodles. Was, yeah. Just go for noodles. Yeah. And they're hard to mess up. They're really hard to mess up. <laughs> Do you know what I have at home? I have a first class menu from Delta <gasps> that's like, you know, 25, maybe 30 years old. Wow. Yeah. And it's all big, like a big ivory 
cardstock menu and you open it up and it's got all the options. Where did you get it? Well, like I had saved it after a flight. Yeah. Flew first class? Well, yeah. Let's just not even get into this. But yes. And so I'm I'm jealous because I've never flown first class. Oh, man. So growing up, my parents, they always flew first class. Now, I will say at that, in those days, they weren't as uh, nice because... The airlines, I mean, they uh-huh. weren't as kind, I should say. Both of my parents were heavy set, and, oh, okay. and so they either had to buy often two seats. Uh-huh. Um, they just didn't have that whole thing down back in those days. And right. anyway, the first class was far more comfortable. Oh, and, so um, they just flew first So class? they just flew first class because they were likely going to have to buy... Oh, you know, but yeah. they would have anyways, because they, they really did just, that was their style. So, yeah. um, it, anyways, but yeah. And so I have this, this menu and forever I had those little glass, you know, salt and pepper uh-huh. shakers Aww. and all those little things, but yeah, I still have this menu. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to hear about that a little it's, bit. It's so, it's so fun. I just, I gotta, I gotta tweet them and like tweet them a picture. I gotta tweet Delta. This picture. I also still have like the little cosmetic case that they give out oh, yeah. on the long flights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the uh, eye mask. Yeah. Still. Yeah. But I use the toothbrush and the comb, which by the way, back in the day, were all wood. Oh, See, that's they, cool. I know. Really cool. That's cool. <laughs> I digress. Yeah. So we, uh, the men, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. He's looking at them and then the phone rings and he picks it up. It's the arson detective. He doesn't want Tyler to leave. Or he doesn't want Tyler to leave. He doesn't want the narrator to leave. Wait, like, what? Say that again. Okay, so what? Ed Norton okay. is talking to Tyler. Right. And he falls on the bed at a scene change. And the narration over the top says, it's called a changeover. The movie goes on and nobody in the audience has any idea. The movie goes on and you realize, oh, it knows it's a movie. Like the whole, like, it's not pretending to be a real depiction of events. You know how movies usually like you accept that the world is as it exists, that it's its own little like entity and world and that it doesn't know that it's a movie. Mm hmm. He tells us it's a changeover, and the audience hasn't doesn't have any idea. It knows it's a movie. The whole thing, it knows it's a movie. You're looking at I'm me really, very confused. I'm just, I, yeah, I'm not following this train of thought at you all. Don't, you don't, okay. Well, and so Tyler is at Fight Club when he says this, and he goes, "We're in the middle." Or, sorry. <clears throat> oh, uh, uh, okay. God, I write a lot of notes. You write a lot of notes. (laughs) Brad Pitt turns to... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that part. Um, Which is... I brought that up because we just talked about the show with the Edgar Allan Poe. Why can't I remember it? The following. Thank you. (laughs) So we just... Yes. You have to believe in spirit animals, first of all. First of all, you do. Yeah. What um, is yours? I don't know. I've never done that. You've never thought about what your spirit animal no. is? I've never done the like whole... Oh, well, I've um, never really done the whole like ice cave meditation stuff. But if I were to think about my spirit animal, you've never done that? No. <gasps> really? You must. You must. You must. Why? What's yours? Oh, come on. A tiger. Oh, well, yeah. A 
big. That's why you have a gigantic cat. cat. <laughs> there is. Is there any better life? Oh, I think it's probably a pretty lonely, horrible life to be a tiger. But that's because I, I've watched a whole lot of nature shows. I love tigers. Well, they're, they're beautiful. So great. Yeah. Well, but you're pretty right. I am solitary. A bit more introverted. So yeah. the solitary actually is kind of beautiful. Yeah. You know, and then you're vicious. You're fast, freaking fast. Climb trees, and you still like to purr and play with balls and uh-huh. nap <laughs> a lot. That's that's totally. And fair. the fatter you get, the cuter you are, uh-huh. and you're fuzzy. And if they put you in a zoo, you're adored, uh-huh. and you could still scare people and be antisocial, and people think it's great. <laughs> Come on, is there anything better? I love it. Okay, tiger. Okay, cut that out. Don't don't do that. <laughs> So, kind of interesting that at one t- point in the 1940 in the, hmm. so I watched some of the extras on the DVD, and there were some funny like public service announcements that they did as promotion for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Those are online; you can find them. But all of them had FightClub.com at the end because they wanted you to go to the website, right? You can't find fightclub.com anymore. If you type in fight club, you get flight club with an L, flight. And they sell sneakers, like fancy, hard to get, limited edition sneakers. Really? Yes. So they bought fight club domain and then redirected it to okay. their website. I like I tried to force it to go to fightclub.com uh-huh. and it wouldn't, it would never load. It would tell me it couldn't find the server, mm-hmm. but it took me a while to get to that point. Cause I'd type in fightclub.com mm-hmm. and Google would redirect me to flightclub.com. I'm so, like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So is Google doing it or do they own the domain I don't, and repointing I don't, it? Cause don't you know, know, when you own a business, right. You kind of want to do well, all the different names that somebody might type in, including typos, right? right. So like a fight club, flight club. So like it's close enough if you buy the ones that are close and then point them so that no right. matter what somebody does. You would think that they would want to keep fightclub.com. Ah, movies. They just dump those things they the second do. they're That's done. That's true. They dump them. That's true. Because they now, can sell the domain, you yeah. know? And I don't know. I don't know. I could force it to do a server can't find the server error. Right. If I tried really hard, <laughs> spent way more time try, <laughs> trying to figure it out. Because once it didn't work and it gets sent me to the sneaker site, I'm like, like what? Then I'm like, yeah. then I'm, you know, a dog with a bone. Like, now you're going to figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> so, Project Mayhem. Thanks again for listening. We so appreciate it when you take the time to listen to us. We know we don't just come on the radio that you make a choice, and we appreciate it so, so much. Join us next week when we talk about our very first Western 1988's Young Guns, an all-star cast. Before they were superstars, they were stars, but they weren't yet superstars. So join us for that, and don't forget to wash your hands, friends. We'll be back at you next week. Bum, 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 bum,